Your wife Julian on the Brown Note and a review of one of the most divisive, controversial and critically derided films of the year, Antebellum. Not brand new, uh, 18th of September got a cinematic release and probably the most noted thing about it is the star is Janelle Monet singing Superstar who follows up from a very prominent race film uh, Moonlight a few years ago where she, I can't remember the guy's name, but she was the wife of the guy that won an Oscar in that film. Now, this is um, it's so such an obvious thing that I don't know why anyone hasn't done it before. We've seen endless takes on, uh, I think it was a book in the 1930s, The Most Dangerous Game, and in the modern era, The Hunger Games, but basically the paradigm of keeping people captive and chasing them or killing them for fun or putting them in a, an environment where they're sport uh, and taking a civil war slant on it. And it's such an obvious paradigm. I'm, I'm surprised that no one's actually gone down this road. I think it's very telling that The Hunt, probably about half as good as this film, gets about tw twice as much on Rotten Tomatoes. That came out, I reviewed it earlier this year. Um, this is a debut by Gerard Bush and Christopher Renz. It starts with a very beautifully shot and lit uh, civil war paradigm where we've got african-american slaves being mistreated by um, confederate soldiers and suddenly we're in the modern world and i don't want to give too much away about the paradigm because this shift is actually really well done um, janelle monet being the the central character she's shown as someone who tried to escape from this plantation uh, there are some telling points i noticed them burning the cotton and there are some signifiers that point to what's going on. Um, the environment they're in will lead to death. All the girls are basically used as sex slaves. Um, most of them are girls in this environment, in fact. Most of, the, uh, most of them are women, although there are a few African-American men around as well. Um, it's a slightly weird plantation environment, and soldiers return from war, um, and so on and then we move suddenly we're in the modern era and Janelle Monet is a motivational speaker and talks about race and obviously this whole film fits into one of the paradigms of the year politically which is Black Lives Matter now um, I don't want to give away too much more it's probably you can join the dots and I think in the blurb describing the film it already has done that um, this has got terrible reviews absolutely appalling reviews um, I think it's sitting at 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. I totally disagree with this um, appreciation of this film. On a base level, earlier this year, one of my most disappointing films of the year, probably my joint top with Tenet, would be The Five Bloods by um, Spike Lee. I thought it was an awful film in many ways. And I didn't think it had a lot to say about race either. It was interminable, and um, I didn't think that it really made many cogent, powerful points. I thought that it had a lot of flaws, and it's got like 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's an awful film. I think I gave it 3.5 out of 10, one of the worst films I've seen this year, and I just don't get it. I thought that it was the right director in the right place at the right time with the right subject matter. So why is this bombed? Um to say that this film is flawed is disingenuous. It is flawed. But so are most horror and sci-fi films, as far as the narrative or as far as the entirety of the product goes. 
There are innumerable flaws in the Five Bloods that you can't get away with. It's runtime, the fact that an hour and a half of it is dead time. Um, this film, I think, has flaws, but it does an awful lot right. For a start, the screenplay is much tighter. Um, it's very neatly delineated into three acts. It occupies its hour and 45-minute runtime easily without skipping a beat. And because it operates this paradigm of being in this sort of a revisit to the Hunger Games universe through a racial lens, um, it abandons all the setup, which is wonderful for me. It just goes straight into it. It doesn't explain anything that's happening. It doesn't give you, you know, like in The Hunt or whatever, where it makes a really big thing about explaining the, this corporation that's doing it all or why they're doing it all or excessive backstory. None of that's here. It just goes straight in. Bam, first act into the Civil War. Bam, second act into the modern life. Some of the flaws, um, it, it is uneven. And um, I thought the script was pretty good. But the bits where Janelle Monet is a motivational speaker, I didn't understand. She talks about blackness and, and female blackness in particular on uh, TV shows and in an auditorium where she's got a rapturous crowd. Those bits are cringe-inducing because the dialogue she's is speaking is terrible. I don't know where that came from because the rest of the script isn't. Uh, the rest of the script is perfectly serviceable. Um, so why they didn't sort of get a bit more interest in the, in what she had to say on the on the news clips and so on. But this makes her a target for these people, obviously. And I thought in the middle act, where they're in the modern era, uh, they have the famed actress uh, Gaburi Sidibe, who was from Precious and a white friend, and they go out on the night on the town. Um, it it wasn't perfect, and I thought it ha it had some uncomfortable sex in the city aspects to it. Uh, the bit where I mean, Sidibe is a, a very famous plus size, horrible term, but a large actress. And uh, a very attractive white man comes over and starts chatting her up at a table with Janelle Monet. Now, and, and just goes on about how beautiful she is. I thought that was really try hard. I just thought it was smacked of trying way too hard. I didn't like Sadibi's character too much. Found her quite grating. Um, Janelle Monet is superb. She does everything right. She is in, undoubtedly capable of being the lead in a film. She's got the charisma, she's a good, a good enough actress, she's got the personality depth, and she doesn't do anything wrong in this film at all. Um, I found the cinematography to be unusually strong. Uh, it's beautifully shot, particularly in the sort of glowing nighttime of this plantation uh, with everything sort of lit by fires uh, and moonlight and the fields waving. Um, and in the daytime with these high, very high coloration on it, Great work on the cinematography. One slight annoyance, panning. I know it's a small thing, but they do slow panning in and slow panning to the side so much that I found myself going, oh, the camera's moving in, the camera's moving to the side. Too much. But these aren't big things for me. It, I, Some of the reviews I've seen have said that the twist at the end in the third act spoils the film. I didn't know it was a twist until I read the reviews because to me it just came across as not that big a deal and I kind of it it, it reveals where the environment is and what the environment is um 
is it heavy-handed possibly but it's I expected it to be that environment it wasn't a surprise to me that it ended up being in the environment it was in I thought this film wiped the floor with the five bloods I thought it had more to say about race it was more polemic it was more ambitious it was more successful particularly in the structure and the screenplay um, I liked the performances more. I thought there was one standout performance in The Five Bloods and everyone else was perfunctory. There's way less dead time. It, it does what it needs to perfectly. I didn't find it particularly offensive. Some of the reviews have said that it you know, wallows in this horrific environment. Nothing you haven't seen before. Uh, and not to uh, torture porn degree, um, I didn't really think that it pushed buttons that badly on that. I thought that it had a lot to say. I thought that it... Um, Put out an awful, uh, the, like the paradigm of the film and the setup and, and what it could potentially have said was fantastic and it didn't reach all of those targets. But that said, I always rate films that are super ambitious above films that just tread water. And they do a lot of things right, get quite a few things wrong, but it still ends up the most, one of the most interesting films I've seen this year. And if we're going to give The Five Bloods so much kudos, for being about Black Lives Matter and race and so on in America. I don't understand how this film has been scrubbed out. I don't understand how The Hunt, a much bigger failure of a film, just about passable, gets twice as much on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't understand it. This is a much more beautifully made film. It's more interesting. It's more dynamic. It's more ambitious. And don't believe the hype. I thought this was really interesting. At the very least... It's interesting, and it passed by very quickly. Even though it's you know an hour and three quarters long, it never dragged at all for me. I found the lead character of Janelle Monet to be a, a fascinating one. I thought that the paradigm was well handled. The writing was pretty tight overall, apart from the odd misstep, uh, mainly in the sort of modern day era, and also the characters' behaviour when they're escaping at the end in the last third. I thought some of those things were a bit silly. Uh, I do I do focus on if characters act in a manner where you think, why are you doing this? This is not helping you. Um, some other bits I thought really, really stuck out. I mean, when the mobile phone goes off, it, it's an amazing moment. It happens twice, and it's an amazing moment both times. So I think this film deserves a lot more credit than it's given and a lot more credit than The Five Bloods or The Hunt. Uh, so I'm going to give Antebellum. And obviously, Janelle Monet can do whatever she wants. Talk about being disgustingly talented at absolutely anything you do. And she's got the looks for it and the charisma. She's definitely going to get... I, I imagine they're going to push her for an Oscar role. But she's shown she can do heavy lifting in a very dark place in this film. So I'm going to give Antebellum a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, whereas uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's sort of down in the three out of 10s. So seven and a half out of 10 for Antebellum on the basis of it being well-made, ambitious, relevant. And I actually was interested all the way through and it does you know, leave you with some interesting points. Antebellum, seven and a half out of 10 from last week's feature album, Bad Boy Chiller Crew for Wake No Break. From